Welcome to the Innovation Drivers Podcast, where Canada's top technology leaders discuss ideas, successes, and challenges that are creating a better future. Brought to you by the CIO Association of Canada, in partnership with the Business Leadership Podcast Series. How are you doing? Thank you for joining us on the Innovation Drivers Podcast. I am your co-host, Edwin. And I'm Hamza. Thank you for joining us today. Hamza, how are you doing today? I'm doing all right in my uh, in my home office here, uh, which is now uh, every day. <laughs> oh my gosh. If you could see where I'm sitting right now in my room, in the corner by my closet as my daughter's in the other room, watching an iPad <laughs> as the new normal is going. But right. um, yeah, I'm, I'm super excited. Hamza, to, to share this episode with Chris Hummel, the CIO of BlackBerry. Yeah, we learned, uh, you know, we're, we're, I think we're going to learn a lot from Chris. Um, there's, uh, you know, BlackBerry's uh, such a big company and, and really interested to see uh, how they're going about the time uh, that we're currently in, which is, you know, just a, a really weird time. But uh, as technology leaders, uh, the Canadian company and uh, you know, security being a big part of what they do now, uh, you know, interested to hear their perspective. Yeah. And, and as you will hear, I was super impressed in the sense that they were able to sort of test this new world six months prior and to hear him say that and how their transition, um, it's, it's, it's really fascinating. So I'm, I'm really excited to share that. So Hamza, with that, let's get to our conversation. All right, let's go. Welcome to the Innovation Drivers Podcast, Chris. Thank you, Edwin. I'm happy to be here. Yeah, we're super, Hamza and I are super excited to have you and get into the discussion when it comes to innovation, BlackBerry, and, and what's all new, especially post-COVID-19. But I'm just going to get it started, Chris, um, something that I'm always interested to hear from um, different folks around technology is what does what does innovation mean to you innovation um so i think innovation is a process uh, through which we identify a unique approach to address an existing challenge or new opportunity Um, i think i like to look at um, and we do have a program which actively encourages innovation in my my organization but i think innovation needs to be that spark that's going to accelerate the development or delivery of a product or a service or some type of solution that'll allow uh, not just a business but our communities um, and our customers to be successful so really that's what i think it stems around well, yeah, no, for sure, and and it's always interesting to to think about. And I love how you you talked about process, unique, and you know, being that spark. Um, I know we're going through many challenges. Um, the day we're recording this, we're a couple months in after COVID nineteen, so I know there's so many different opportunities and sparks that are are needed to come out there. I guess, Chris, from your organization, um, where you're sitting, and maybe your perspective when it comes to Canada and Canadian innovation. I'd love to get your insights on what the what what are some of the biggest innovation challenges that are facing Canada and and the Canadian tech um, leaders. Yeah, it's an interesting question, especially when you consider the current climate. 
coupled with the fact that that BlackBerry continues, you know, our journey through a, a significant transformation into the security and software services market. So I think holistically from a technology perspective, uh, things such as data governance, privacy, residency regulations will continue to permeate the IT landscape across Canadian businesses today. Um, I think we're seeing a lot of transition to many of the public cloud providers, and that can help, but it can also hinder in some of these areas. Uh, therefore, I think it's very important for companies to tread cautiously. And of course, security is that ongoing challenge, right? We continue to see threat services expand, especially in the current climate with, with so many folks in a shelter-in-place or remote scenario. That threat landscape has has expanded significantly and folks' behaviors have eased somewhat. So it's very important that uh, folks have the appropriate remediation and prevention controls securely in place. Chris, what, what, what do you think the, the, um, from a technology leader perspective, what, what are the, what are the, some of the new challenges uh, of you know, driving innovation, especially in a time as we're in today with, with COVID? But what are you seeing from your uh, vantage point around you know, challenges and, and really opportunities for technology leaders? You know, fr from my perspective as a CIO, I'm, I'm constantly looking at my end users, right? So I think uh, IT organizations in general, we need to endeavor to continuously improve and the support and enablement of our business partners. And, and I really want to accentuate that piece and I, and I, I stress this to my leaders and, and my team that we need to enable and empower our business owners. And we need to make sure they're, they're equipped with secure, of course, reliable and cost efficient IT solutions at all times, especially during situation as the ones we find ourselves in today. And then, and as everybody's pivoted to this remote uh, scenario, maintaining productivity during a time when companies find everybody, you know, forced to work from home, we need to, you know, execute a strategy that's built upon that customer-centric framework with an end-to-end -end view of the end user's requirements. So, you know, things such as secure remote connectivity, availability of IT support through, the, through your regular channels folks are used to, um, ongoing uh, monitoring of critical services. Those are just some of the examples uh, that represent the key foundations of, of enabling employee productivity today. So specifically at BlackBerry, um, you know, we offer cybersecurity software solutions that are easy to install, simple to onboard for our business teams. Um, and some of the examples include our BlackBerry desktop product for secure remote ac access for desktops and laptops. We have our SecuSuite portfolio for government and enterprises, including first responders, uh, healthcare providers, law enforcement, and so on, uh, for secure messaging and phone calls. And of course, BlackBerry ad hoc for employee safety, which is our uh, emergency no messaging and notification service. And lastly, BlackBerry Protect. So you've got that advanced AI endpoint protection for secure and, and so on. Um, Chris, you talk about how everyone had to be, not forced, but given the situation and um, the workforce. The regulations, did, yeah. Yeah, and the regulations. We all went to work from home. I'm curious to understand, and 
knowing that BlackBerry is, you know, providing these best practices, um, best in class type security suites for enterprise. I'm interested to know the story, how within BlackBerry, how that moved to work from home and everyone working from home, how mm-hmm. seamless was it? Or was there challenges as well internally and in, in providing that migration? Well, I have to say I was ple- uh, extremely thrilled and pleasantly surprised um, at how seamless that transition went. I, I've always been very proud of of how, of the the effective job that BlackBerry does on a, from a DR and business continuity planning perspective. You know, in in my area of responsibility in ensuring the, the 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 service availability and reliability of many of our corp IT services as well as some our some of our external customer facing service provider services. Um, We've always been very vigilant in, in ensuring we have up-to-date, fully tested business continuity plans and, of course, disaster recovery plans. So much so that we, you know, we run through the cadence of consistently testing that business continuity planning. And you may, you may or may not believe this, but I think it was just late last year. I won't give too many of the details. We did a business continuity test which was very similar to the situation we find ourselves in today. And I think it was a lot of that planning um, that allowed us to do this so flawlessly. And, and I'll be honest, as you know, as we, we started to hear the unfortunate news of this, this coronavirus starting to grow, we obviously took some additional steps to ensure our, you know, our VPN infrastructure was scaled to capacity, um, you know, Everybody was already equipped with a laptop, so we were in good shape there. How are we going to onboard, continue to onboard new hires? How are we going to keep our sales folks uh, productive and mobile and agile? All those types of things and planning, fortunately, were well in line as a result of our business continuity process and planning. So when it was time to flick that switch, it was, it was nice to see we were in good shape. And now that we've been in this situation... I think the the absolute critical thing to keeping folks, you know, to being mindful to our employees and and keeping folks engaged is communications. So we communicate online, we communicate via email, we have we take full extensive use of video conferencing. I've been really happy to see the consistent ongoing communications that have have occurred in, with our employee base. Yeah, no, I, I love that. I love on the technology standpoint, it was seamless. And you actually, um, as I was about to jump in, you went to some of the conversations that I've been having that technology did provide the seamless migration for work from home, but it became a leader's, the new leadership problem was that communications and how to really manage um, whether it's sales folks, development teams, customer support, all fully remote when everyone's used to being in the office, you know, you know, see, being able to see each other, whether it's on the sales floor or on the development floors. Have you talked within your leadership team how that shift has changed within within BlackBerry in terms of how to manage differently? Or was that part of your original DR planning strategies in the past? I think your question is around just the communication aspect. Yes. Yeah. So I think um, 
I th- it's yeah, it's absolutely part of the overall business continuity planning. But I'm I'm very fortunate. I think that we've always instilled a culture of ensuring employees are engaged and empowered. And I think having that foundation in place pre-pandemic, we were we were positioned well to maintain that going forward, even though we were remote. So, you know, instilling upon my leaders with to to have, you know, just because we're remote, you know, we continue with those consistent one-on-one meetings. We consistent we continue with um team meetings. We continue with our town halls. We continue with a reviewing of objectives and goals and our operational scorecards and business planning. Everything needed to continue as per usual. And I think um, by maintaining that sense of momentum, it it provided folks a, a sense that things haven't changed and we're still here. Chris, what, what, who are some of the, the technology leaders, the innovative technology leaders, you know, in Canada? As there's so many people that are doing such great things. And, you know, part of the work we do at the CIO Association is share a lot of those stories around what's happening around Canadian innovation. Who, who are those, uh, some of those folks, or maybe one or two of those folks that uh, have had an impact on, uh, on you as a technology leader? Oh, my, that's a, that's a loaded question. Uh, <laughs> I, I think... Um, I've been extremely fortunate to have worked with and for uh, several technology leaders over my 30 plus year career. And I think each of them, sometimes in different ways, have played a significant role in not just shaping my, my leadership style, but also my behaviors. Uh, and while it's, you know, it's difficult to single at any particular individual because there's so many of them. And, you know, I, I catch myself today um, you know, as I'm coaching someone in a one-on-one or speaking to a larger group or talking to a customer, I'll find myself uh, echoing some key lesson learned from a particular noteworthy individual I was fortunate to cross paths with in my past. Um, so I think looking forward and today, you know, in these these really cool folks that I got to learn and work with and, and get gain some f- life experiences with, I think I'm continuing to benefit professionally and collaborating with the highly intelligent team I work with today at BlackBerry. Hey, Chris, I got a, I got a question. And this is, um, I guess it's just coming up in the sense that I know with new innovations through COVID-19, there was a partnership with with BlackBerry and Shopify with, with a contact tracing app. Right. Um, outside of something this innovation and, and thank you for bringing that out to the market but are there other innovations that you're seeing due to COVID-19 whether it's part of BlackBerry or something that you're just admiring from 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 afar that that, that you're really excited about right now yes yeah, so the so the the contact tracing is is a really good example and as you know we're working closely with the federal and provincial government and some partners in Shopify and others to secure that solution. Hopefully, probably, I was going to say in July, which is tomorrow already. Um, So that's one of the key things we're looking at. Um, uh, Difficult to think. And I think some of the, you know, as as we go through these uncertain times and um, we, 
we're not sure, you know, the, the possibility of a second wave and how long folks are going to be required to shelter in place. There's mm-hmm. a number of solution and products that BlackBerry has that, that we can continue to leverage to allow companies and businesses to be productive. Yeah. And I know because uh, some work that I have on, on, on the side as well comes with the data privacy that comes from these contact tracing. So I'm really glad that um, BlackBerry is um, working on that with, with the government of Canada as well. And yeah, and outside of other innovations, there's so many to think of. And we're as tech leaders and Hamza and the CIO Associates Canada, you know, one of our goals is trying to uncover some of these amazing innovations that, that are happening um, as we're all heads down deep, right? Just, just working and trying Absolutely. to provide. Yeah. And, and, and as a Canadian and Hamza can talk about this, it's really, you know, an honor to see things like this come to, you know, come afloat given this whole pandemic. Uh, I think it's, I think it's great. Um, Chris, the, the leadership position that, that you all have taken at BlackBerry and, uh, and others in the tech community to be able to, you know, rally around, around causes um, you know, COVID and contact tracing and all of that to help help our our province and our country get back on its feet is uh, you know is admirable and and there's not a lot of places where that can happen at the scale that we can do it uh, in Canada. So uh, that's just great to see BlackBerry jump into that. Yeah, and I think it goes without saying that BlackBerry epitomizes security, right? And we recognize the, our role and a responsibility in that space, and we are you know we're we're fortunate we have that opportunity to add to this and and uh, and if this is something that can help folks get back to some sense of normalcy sooner than later but we're absolutely there to help um speaking about ca- canada and i don't want to really go you know deep on this but seeing that your um in giving your position and black bear providing a national solution through the contact tracing app. I'm wondering what else are you seeing that may be a quote unquote quick win opportunity that, you know, Canadian, either the Canadian tech leaders or other technology companies could, could look to help or provide a solution in the, in the near future, Chris. Yeah, absolutely. I, you know, I know there was some, I was reading an article uh, somewhere on social media over the last several weeks, and it and it was a debate around while we're in the midst of of this pandemic in a remote scenario, should business transformation come to a halt? And I think the the you know the trumpeting was absolutely not, and I couldn't agree more with that. In fact, I think opportunities will become apparent at the least likely times, including today. And technology leaders need to adopt a highly responsive, agile approach and be ready to take advantage of any of these opportunities as they arise. So I think if you look at the, the current challenge where we are in, and we know it's going to continue for some period, again, I think security becomes key and mobility, right? Folks, folks are not going to be going into a brick and mortar office uh, five days a week. So security and mobility will be key as companies attempt to maintain that productivity while weathering this current uncertainty. So I think focus should be on advancing and modernizing secure, think secure, mobile and agile user enablement. No, that's amazing, Chris. Thank you for that. Um, yeah, and, and understanding that 
organizations, employees, that security and mobility is, I mean, everyone has so many different devices and, and it must be just for any tech leader, just understanding all these endpoints uh, and keeping them secure is something that we should all be thinking about and how to move forward with. So I do appreciate that. Um, Chris, before we end, I'd love to get some final thoughts from you, observations, any call to actions that you could share with the technology leaders who are who are listening today? Yeah, no, I, I'd say, again, I'm going to come back to think security. At these times, more than ever, companies and governments and so on need to ensure uh, we're making sound investment decisions to secure our critical infrastructure. I know it's something that keeps me awake at night. And there's a number of market trends and opportunities that we're seeing in these areas today. You know, scale of malware attacks. You know, there's over, I think, 1 billion pieces of malware. And this number is growing by approximately 100 million new pieces each year. We, I spoke earlier of that expanding attack service. When we think about the Internet of Things or IoT, mobile and automotive endpoints are, are all rapidly expanding the attack service for these threat actors. Um, human behavior is another big one. I think almost 80% of employees today, believe it or not, admit to actively working around IT policies to get their jobs done. And we especially are seeing that as as folks are more and more folks are working remotely. Um, and at the same time, 95% of IT professionals are not fully confident in the ability of their folks and partners to safeguard data. So that's another big concern. Um, system complexity. The, there's the complexity of so many security software vendors and products and endpoint agents uh, and alerts, for example, is not sustainable for most organizations. And lastly, cybersecurity skills gaps. I think there's um, 4 million unfilled cybersecurity roles or positions today, and organizations are having a dif difficult time um, ensuring that their organizations are secure because these folks are so hard to come by. So th those are, I think those are the key areas or observations or call to actions folks need to be focused on today. Well, that's amazing, Chris. I, we, we do appreciate you taking the time to join us. Um, um, but to close, can you tell us where we could find more information about you, BlackBerry, or anything else you'd like to share with us today? No, I'll just uh, I'll just say thank you very much for the opportunity to join you folks in, in speaking a little bit about myself, sharing some of my thoughts, as well as, as some of the, the offerings that BlackBerry can and can make available today. Um, there's www.blackberry.com or you can always look myself up on LinkedIn. Uh, happy to connect and uh, connect with anyone moving forward. Awesome, Chris. Thanks thank a lot, you for, Chris. Yeah, thank you for joining us. Thanks very much, gentlemen. That's it, folks. Thank you for joining us on another episode of the Innovation Gyrus podcast with Chris Hummel of BlackBerry. What a great conversation. It was, uh, you know, it was really interesting to hear Chris talk about BlackBerry as a company, the work they're doing uh, on things like a contact tracing app, which I think is great. And also how they look at, at, at technology during this time and the usage of it and enabling their business. Yeah. And really thinking about, you know, him ironing home the fact that we need to be really thinking about security and all the cyber threats and as a tech leader these are the things that are really going to be 
you know, pressing moving forward, especially as we all work from home with all these different Internet of Things devices. So for more information about Chris Hummel, BlackBerry, please, please visit our webpage in the show notes. And for more information about the CIO Association of Canada, please check out our website at www.ciocan.ca. And if you found value in today's conversation, please do subscribe, rate, and comment on your favorite podcast player. Hamza, as always, it's a pleasure. I look forward to another conversation with you. As do I. And to everybody listening out there, go get your day.